Hello, hello, and welcome back to Get Rich or Get Drunk Drying, the podcast. It's your girl, Asia, and uh, let's get into it. Wakanda forever. I mean, what, am I the last person on planet Earth to see freaking Black Panther? Like, how did I wait so long? I have been so hyped to see this movie, and yet I'm seeing it dumb late, and I feel like an asshole. But I did... Uh, donate to a charity organization that took several hundred children uh, from Africa to see the movie. So, you know, I felt good about myself for that one. And then, of course, I saw it and I've been telling everybody I know to see it because it is Wakanda forever. I mean, I was literally shook in the movie theater. I was so excited. Um, I'm, first of all, I'm obsessed with Chadwick Boseman. He is the most talented man how does he play everybody and play them well how was that possible like how can you do james brown martin luther king and king t'challa that brother deserves an oscar a grammy a goddamn people's choice um a bet award just give him everything Throw all the other categories away and award Chadwick Boseman the Real Nigga Records of the Year 2018 and beyond because that man is just a boss with it. Uh, obviously, Michael B. Jordan was, <laughs> I mean, he was Michael B. Jordan, so everything he does is spectacular. I've loved him for a long time, though. I can't think of the name of the movie right this second but it was like a supernatural movie hmm let me think of the name of it it was it was called chronicle that's what it was um i think it's from like 2013 and that's where i first really noticed exactly how scrump dilly umptious fine he is it's weird though because he's not like a traditional fine he's got something else he's got some other type of zhuzh that just takes him, you know, to the mountaintop. But what really did it for me with Michael B. Jordan was Creed, honey. If you've seen Creed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. In that movie, he had the club pregnant. I mean, everybody in the theater was ovulating when Michael B. Jordan came on because he is just that fun. Damn, I done forgot what I was talking about regarding Black Panther. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to Wakanda forever. Just, it was visually stunning. It lived up to the hype. It was just full of spectacular Black people, which is, you know, always a blessing. Queen Angela Bassett was the mom. Um, his little sister was epic and a genius, which is always great to see. The incomparable... Lupita Nyong'o, I mean, she's another one who can do no wrong, who has more talent in her pinky finger than most people do in their entire body for their entire lives. Um, my other girl, Denai, I can't think of her last name right now, but um, she was the general in the film. She was also spectacular. She plays Michonne on Walking Dead. So I was really excited to see her. That was my first time seeing her in a, you know, big studio film. So that was awesome. She kicked ass per use, you know, because that's what she does. She's Michonne. Michonne is going to slay, period. That's 
why they hire you because you're Michonne. Um, so she was great to see. I also loved uh, King Jabari. Wait, no, he may not be a king, but Jabari's character, who was fantastic. Uh, he said he wasn't coming to save you, but here come the cavalry pulling up to save everybody. When he showed up on, wait, who was the one that showed up on the rhinoceros? That was Buddy from Get Out. Uh, he had me mad. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit salty when he showed up because we don't need this black on black crime. We don't need this fighting amongst each other. We need to be fighting somebody else, not each other. So I didn't think that was cool. I loved when um the general was face to face with her love. And he was like, you know, if it comes down to it, are we really going to fight to the death? And she said, absolutely. Without question, stay woke. Of course we will, because if it's going to be a man or my entire kingdom, I'm going to choose my kingdom every single time. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. So I found that really impressive that they didn't try to make her look weak, which is, you know, what happens in 99% of films or just, you know, in media, in books, TV shows, whatever. They always want to play the woman's heartstrings and make it appear as if she can't make the tough decisions. So it was really um, impressive to see that they didn't go that route. She made it crystal clear. If it's you or my country, it's going to be you every time, player. And I died laughing when the rhinoceros that he, first of all, is a rhinoceros, which I don't know about you, but I was already blown by that. But when the rhinoceros came up and licked her face, I'm like, see, that is why she is one of the coolest bitches to have ever lived. That is, that was Michonne. Am I the only person that cannot separate one character from the next? So I was definitely uh, feeling that move. And shout out to Buddy from Get Out. I mean, is he on a fucking roll or what? You starred in this incredible film that was, I mean, truly a game changer. And then you turn around and Metro, boom, in Black Panther 2. Like, shout out to you, Bran. I hate, I don't want to give away the ending for anybody on the planet that hasn't seen the movie. But you're an idiot if you haven't seen it. But um, I want more Killmonger. I am not ready to have less Killmonger. And if there's a petition going around on, I don't know, change.org or something for more Killmonger, if somebody could email it to me, it's uh, Asia at getrichorgetdrunktrying.com, by the way, because it's imperative that there's just more Killmonger in the world and not less. So, yes, it was a spectacular film. It definitely 100% lived up to its expectations and um right now as we speak it has hit the billion dollar mark so you know it just goes to show Hollywood which we already knew but goes to show Hollywood that these films are imperative this representation is needed we want to see it white people want to see it Brown people want to see it. Blue people want to see it. Orange people want to see it, are going to pay to see it, are going to purchase the merchandise. And the more of it you give us, the more of it we are happy to consume. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I personally have been 1000% fed up with 
slave movies. Like I'm done. Obviously slavery was a gigantic portion of history, but that is not all black people are good at portraying in films. I'm not going to see another slave movie. I'm done. I am fed up. I am at max capacity for slave films. Remember back to back, like it was the Django. It was 12 years a slave. It was, what was that one? Um, Nate Parker did the title escapes me right this moment, but just I'm slavery out. Like I'm good. I know what happened. I was, you know, like my people know it boggles the mind that uh, black people can uh, really only get films made if we plan slaves like I'm done with that so to be able to support a film like Black Panther um just definitely shit meant a lot and for it to come out at in February um was even better and I would like to pride myself at operating at 100% blackness every day all day but I felt extra black watching Black Panther, leaving Black Panther, and talking to you guys about Black Panther right now. I feel as black as I can possibly be, which I personally find exhilarating. I mean, I'm a fan. So I plan to uh, keep that up going forward because as we know, every day is Black History Month, or every month, excuse me, is Black History Month. It's Black History Month in perpetuity. For as long as I'm alive, it's going to be Black History Month. You hear me? So... That's where we at on Black Panther. And I'm feeling it. And I'm pretty fucking pumped. What else is going on in my life that I wanted to chat with you guys about? Oh, you know what else was on my timeline? You know, since we're talking about entertainment. Well, wait first. Double back on Black Excellence. Also, A Wrinkle in Time just came out. The film with the lovely Oprah Winfrey and directed by the stellar Ava DuVernay. Um, and that film is number two. So it is the first time in history that a black director has done the number one and number two movies at the box office. And, you know, it's just moving and it's just black excellence. And I want you all and everyone to take that excellence and match it in their own lives. I mean, you may not be directing a billion dollar film but you're the director of your life and you're in charge of your life and making every day the absolute best that it can be I mean what would T'Challa do Uh, hello he would be giving you black excellence so I mean come on with it like get your life oh so that's what I was thinking about on the entertainment tip Tiffany Haddish Mm. I mean I'm a fan of the girl from what I've seen of her and I've only ever seen her in one thing which was the absolutely hilarious girls trip movie and um it was great timing when I saw that because one of my closest friends was getting married so we all went to see girls trip for her bachelorette as one of her you know bachelorette activities so Tiffany Haddish um, starred in that film and she has just been on a roll ever since I think she's one of if not the only maybe black woman to have ever hosted Saturday Night Live, which is um, a pretty dope puzzle piece to add to her resume. But she is absolutely killing me with this white dress, y'all. <laughs> she bought this white evening gown, uh, possibly Michael Kors or something, somebody, for four grand. And she has worn it three times. Now, 
on one hand, I get you, girl. If I spend $4,000 on something, believe me, y'all going to see it more than once. But that's because I'm moi, regular, regular, I mean, not regular, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm me. And at the time that she purchased that dress with her own money, nobody in Hollywood was giving her anything. The joke is dead, girl. It's done. You've worn it three times. Burn that fucking dress. The checks are rolling in. You are sponsored by Groupon, okay? You are on every TV show and every movie and every red carpet. Burn that goddamn dress. She didn't even, like, put a high-waisted belt on it. She didn't hit you with some thigh boots. She didn't, like, ombre the dress. She's wearing the exact same dress, the exact same dress for the 17th, umpteenth time in a row. And I personally am absolutely over it. I mean, what's your stance on it? Is it just me? If you pay four grand for a dress, are you going to wear that bitch from the cradle to the grave? Or are you at some point going to retire it? Do you feel like me? She should be moving on to bigger and better, especially now because her star has risen and people will dress her for free. Or should she maintain that, you know, um, regular, degular, schmegular attitude and get every penny worth? I mean, what do you think? Tweet me. Like, talk to me. But is it just me? Am I tripping? Do tell. So you guys know that, um, or maybe you don't know, my show is based out of lovely Miami, Florida. And Miami has been in the news all this week over some dumb shit, per usual. But there's a nightclub on South Beach called Mokai. And I'm very familiar with Mokai. I've gone to Mokai mm, too many times to count. And let me tell you what these dumbasses did. So Mokai's got to be, what, 3,000 square foot? So it's by no means a large venue. Um, And they brought a full, all the way live, My Little Pony stallion horse into the nightclub that was packed to capacity they did it at three o'clock in the morning where everybody is shit face drunk and bottle service, loud music is pitch black, sparklers everywhere and let this horse in the club and not just the horse. They had a chick in a bikini riding the horse, you know, just for shits and gigs. Why not? And this is their version of a show for bottle service because in Miami, it's the nightclub scene is about bottle wars. It just is. Which table is going to buy the most bottles, the most expensive bottles? How often? How many girls are going to be at the table? What are the, what is the makeup of the guys? Who are they? What celebrities? This is what we do. It's in our DNA. This is what the Miami nightclub scene is built on. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's a show. And I love the show. I'm a part of the show on the customer end and on the hospitality end. But this was the most absurd thing that I've ever seen. And I've seen some absurd things in nightclub bottle service. Girls have come in in... um, what are those things called? Power wheel cars. I've seen bitches pull up in bathtubs. I have seen the country flag 
being waved. I've heard superhero music being played. I've seen fireworks show, not literal fireworks, but you know, the sparkler shows. I have truly seen it all. I mean, um, just recently, my friends and I got a table at Hyde Beach and it was a very, very, very expensive table. He probably spent like 60 grand on this table. So the show part of it was we got a magnum of Don Julio 1942, which is my personal favorite tequila. Y'all know we getting rich or getting drunk trying. And that one is a good combination of both. And what is it? Dom Perignon? It was either Dom or Ace of Spades. But it was several of them. It was a ton. It was a shit ton of alcohol. It was the most expensive bottle they had in the club. Anyway, so the show was six girls being carried in by six bouncers. And they were carried in on their shoulders. And... The girls, it's a high, it's Hyde Beach, so it's a pool party. So the girls are usually wearing bikinis. Nope. They show up to our section in raincoats. And I swear to God, I could not put two and two together and figure out why these hoes had on raincoats. So then I peep because they started taking our umbrellas down. And then the bouncers started handing the girls bottles of like Corbell, which is bullshit cheap $5 Prosecco. And then the girls started shaking up the Prosecco, put their hoods on, on their raincoats, put on goggles, and then sprayed us all with the champagne. So it was a true champagne shower. And they had those uh, dry ice guns that make it super cold. So it was just a crazy crazy bottle show one of my favorites that I've ever participated in on either side and um you know I loved it and then we drank the good shit obviously they weren't spraying the uh, Dom Perignon they were spraying the Corbel. but back to these bottle shows so yeah so the club allows a 2,000 pound stallion and the horse obviously was spooked I mean that's how any animal react would react my damn dog would be in the club having a fucking fit. So, of course, this horse was having a fit. So, it bucked and the girl slides off the back of the horse. Thank God, once the horse got the chick off of it, it calmed down and they just walked the horse out. But what if the horse really was terrified and really wanted to show out and act out? It could have done anything. It could have ran and trampled over people it could have kicked someone. It, I mean, any number of things could have happened. This was the truly one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Uh, so obviously in 2018, when everybody has their phone out, people are taking videos. The video goes viral. The event happened like on a Friday and by Monday it was everywhere it was all over my Instagram it was all over Twitter and then of course it was all over the news and the very same night the business license to the venue gets revoked boom that night camera crews everywhere everybody's freaking out I mean who is this person that even allowed this who said you know what we need a fucking horse at four o'clock in the morning around a bunch of drunk idiots on spring break. 
you got to be 12 levels of stupid to think that was a good idea. So Mokai has since been shut down. They have not yet reopened and come to find out some other venues around Miami had been doing this same thing with the same horse, allegedly. So they're trying to get to the bottom of it now and see what's what. But, um, you know, I don't have any sympathy for these people. Like, do some cool shit, leave animals out of it. And don't let innocent people trying to have a good night, don't put them in this predicament where they could be possibly trampled. Anything could happen. It's just entirely too stupid, too dangerous to do sober in such a tight space, let alone four in the morning when you are on Patron margaritas, uh, Tito's and soda, and God only knows what else. I just, I have no freaking words for these dummies. So that's what's happening on the South Beach scene. I will be updating you guys when I get the tea on if Mokai is going to even get their license back or if they are a rap, you know, we shall see. Speaking of um, going out on the beach, I have been going out recently <laughs> with a boy. I mean, not a boy because he's a grown ass man, but that's just the way I talk. So I've been going out with a boy and in Wakandan, he is a colonizer <laughs> because he is not black. He is white, um, which is a perfectly one million percent okay um, with me and should be okay with you because you shouldn't be racist. But anywho, so I have been going out with this guy. Um, we are going to call him Canada because that's where he's from. And it is just so interesting to see people's kind of reaction to interracial dating. It is 20, it is the year of our Lord, 2018. Are people really still pressed by interracial dating? Get the fuck out of here. Just the term interracial dating as if he's a space alien and I am a sea monkey. I mean, uh, at that poor choice, poor choice of term with sea monkey. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there is no interracial dating. We're all just humans. Just because he has less melanin than me doesn't make us any different. So anyway, it's just been wild. And um, I've dated several white guys before I date everybody. I, I like who I like. And I like who like me. But um, you would just think that people would be more progressive you would think people would be more woke. Now, don't get me wrong. No one in their right mind would ever have the balls um, to say anything or to be blatant. But just, you know, the side eyes and kind of the, the look or the, the saltiness that I get when I see brothers especially kind of roll their eyes sometimes or like Loki. And they just assume like, oh, he must have a ton of money or, I mean, he does. Don't, I mean, he does. So we're not going to pretend he don't. But, because uh, that's just me. That's just who I am. That's just what I'm going to do. But it's not about that. You know, y'all ain't acting right or you ain't stepping up to me or you didn't ask me out. So why are you so proud? And you wouldn't if I wasn't with him. So you shouldn't feel any type of way. It's just odd. I just wonder, like, what, when? Are we finally, as a people, as a human race, going to evolve past such 
archaic standards and shenanigans. Grow the fuck up. Let's just all mature. It is funny, though, because he is extra white. Like, wait, what's that kind of bread? Wonder bread white. <laughs> like, super white. Irish Canadian white. And, um, you know, I'm here for it. And it was funny, too, because when we went out, he was like, oh, I haven't seen Black Panther yet. And I turned my head to the side like, uh-huh, what's your point? I mean, because no shade. I didn't want to go see Black Panther with him. Is that wrong? Should I not admit that to y'all? Is that too much? Is that too real? Like, I went to see Black Panther with my black boo. I did not go see it with my white boo. Does that mean I'm not as evolved as I claim to be? Damn. I just felt that I would be entirely too lit throughout that film. And I was absolutely right in my assumption because I was lit the entire, you know, hour and 40 minutes or whatever. So I made the right choice because I know myself. So I did not go see it with Canada, but he definitely wanted to see it with me. And I was like, you know what, boo, let's just go see 50 shades instead. Let's just, yeah, let's, mm -mm, let's, mm -mm, uh, no, let's, I want you to see black Panther. I really do, but I don't want you to, I don't want to go with you. I, E-Y-E, no. I didn't tell him that, but I'm telling that to y'all. And he's not allowed to listen to my show, so he'll never hear it. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he goes to see it. Not with me, but, and he will have a spectacular opinion of the movie because he's smart enough to know that if he has a negative opinion of the movie, keep it to his self because I would hate to have to call him a colonizer, like, no, that's not cool. I don't want that for him. But of course, since this is the get rich or get drunk trying podcast, I don't want to leave you guys without my most favorite thing in the world, which is liquor and money. So today's financial advice for getting rich, because that's what we're all here for, is I want you guys to get a raise. Ask for a raise. Demand a raise. Tell them why you deserve a raise. And we'll talk more on that topic later. But for now, once you get that raise, raise your retirement savings too. Automatically. Just do it. Do it. Do it the same day. If you get a $5 an hour raise, a $10,000 a year raise, a 2% more commission raise, um, a work one more day a week than you usually used to work raise, whatever it is, whatever it breaks down to, automatically roll that into your retirement savings, period. I mean, we all say, when I have more money, I'm going to save more money. And then we get more money and we don't do shit. And we wind up in the same boat and it winds up being an endless cycle of the same old, same old. We are not going to do that. We're living our best lives. We know better. We know that's not acceptable. Don't do it later. Do it now do it immediately automatically transfer whatever uh financial pay increase you get roll it over roll that bitch over today i don't have time for these games with y'all i'm not playing we are living our best lives this year so we have to do better with our finances so that's how i want you to get rich this week and then because in the meantime we want to get drunk responsibly of course <laughs> I want you guys to try 
this recipe that I just discovered. So I love sangria, but sangria can get boring, honestly. So we want to switch it up and we want to switch it up to a caramel apple sangria. Does that not sound delicious? I mean, I might make me one tonight. Keep it real with you. So a caramel apple sangria is super easy, like every other sangria on the planet. Super, super easy. All you need is a bottle of wine. I prefer Riesling, but, you know, do you anything but Moscato. We don't drink Moscato because we're not basic bitches. No shade. A little bit of shade. But a bottle of Riesling, a cup of caramel. Do you say caramel? No, we say caramel. I don't know who I just was right there. Caramel flavor vodka. Six cups of apple cider, two medium apples, cored, chopped, or sliced. Um, sliced like a player, not diced, but sliced. I personally prefer Granny Smith only because I'm a real nigga. So, you know, you do what works for you. I only eat green apples, but they still taste good in the recipe. So you're going to take your cup of caramel flavor vodka, put it in a large pitcher, add the entire bottle of Riesling, I mean, I guess you could do Pinot Grigio, but I like Riesling, preferably Chateau Saint-Michel. That's what I like, but do you? And then you're going to add the six cups of apple cider, top it off with one more cup of that caramel flavor vodka, stir it all together, pour it over a few glasses of ice and add those apples and cheers. I mean, voila, you can make a fabulous, delicious, super easy drink. For all the homies, for the wind down. I mean, quick and easy, delicious, Instagrammable, Snapchatable, and tasty. So let's do it. And again, thank you guys so much for joining me on the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. If you're feeling the vibe, if you're getting some content that is valuable to your life, feel free to subscribe. I mean, it's muy importante. That way you will not miss any episodes. On top of that, give your girl a review. I mean, hit that iTunes link. Let me know what you guys are thinking about the show. What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear me talk about? What topics are important to you? You guys can tweet me. You can follow me on Instagram. And um, I'm pretty much get rich or get drunk trying on every single platform. Let's stay in touch. Love you, babe.